0: Chad and say All right, let's go hour number three on this Tuesday. By the end of the night, we could have history in the NBA. Conference finals have never been a sweep on both sides. Denver sweeps last night. Miami's going to try to sweep tonight. 7.30 on TNT. It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. This is the beat that is starting the third hour. What do you got, Zay? Mace, what you want. Okay. Tell me what you want from me.
1: This was a hit. Diddy and Mace, right when Biggie passed, um, Diddy had to come with some cleaner rap to reinvent his image because it was very dark. East Coast, West Coast battle got very dark, so we had to come up with some... More family-friendly rap. Oh, I see. And him and Mace
0: definitely did that for Bad Boy Records. So we couldn't just keep doing...
1: Yeah, not a good idea. Now nah, shouldn't keep beefing with the West Coast.
0: Couldn't keep throwing diss tracks around no, at that point? No, no. I see. Okay. Yeah,
1: it got way too bad.
0: Everybody kind of realized it had gotten a little too serious? Yeah. Like right. It was... Ve- like, hip-hop was at a bad place. Yeah. really bad place. Hey, let's maybe stop making music that's killing people. Yeah. Mm, it's really yeah. not good. And mm. obviously, it's not that simple, but yeah, right. that's that's yeah. what
1: everybody thought. Like, yeah. oh, man, these, the yeah. best rappers are dying. This doesn't make any sense. Uh, it makes a lot of sense if you look at it. Just... Both of those guys, man. Wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. With a lot
0: going on that was above them. It's probably also a good idea for the whole, that whole world to also maybe, it's not, because I will always argue that music never made anybody do anything, but it's the thing of maybe you should also rethink about how you react to music. For sure. Because the reaction is the da- truly dangerous part, obviously, in those stories. Mace getting us started this hour. Um, we're going to do a little music and a little movies this week on Thursday. Zay is going to watch The Last Boy Scout, one of the finest Bruce Willis movies ever made. Let's be honest. All right. Really, the question is Does Zay like The Last Boy Scout more than Blue Chips? That's what this is. I watched Blue Chips last week and I tried to, then for some reason, it came up of, oh, yeah, that's about that kind of movie. It's not a great movie, but it's just a guilty pleasure kind of movie. So he's going to watch Last Boy Scout. I am going to listen, and I actually have already listened to it all the way through, may do it again, listen to the Nas Illmatic album. Very good stuff from 94-ish? Yeah, 94. 94, right? Uh, yeah, big big year in 94. A lot of big albums coming out in 94. So uh, that'll be later in the week. Tomorrow we will have a little bit of a show, but probably not much with that Texas baseball game being at 1230 on the schedule. So we'll have as much of a show as we need to have in that 12 o'clock hour, and then we'll get you to Arlington for Texas and Kansas. So um, we've talked to NBA today. Obviously Denver finishing the Lakers in a sweep. LeBron with comments last night's got people thinking about is it time for him to retire? Is it time for him to be done? So we can get into those discussions and follow that. Um, the other thing we wanted to get into this hour is some updates from the NFL. First off say this Tom Brady story. I've been thinking there's no way it can work out, but apparently it can So I, I need to we need to go through the logic of this. Tom Brady is going to be a minority owner with the Raiders. Apparently that's going to happen. And then I'm reading through the story. I'm like, somebody's got to say something about Fox here. Fox apparently knows about it and already signed off. Yeah. So how how can a former player – forget that he's a former player. How can a minority owner of an NFL team be an analyst on Fox? That's not a conflict of interest that you want to stay away from?
1: I mean, at the end of the day, Tom Brady – if he's covering a Raiders game, he better be completely objective and stay even-kill. And, yeah, he can't give us that conflict of interest feeling at all or be a homer. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. If Jimmy Garoppolo throws a terrible pass, you've got to let us know it's a terrible pass and why, just like you would for an opposing team. So yeah, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal, okay. I think, Tom. And, plus, when you're the GOAT, the rules are different for you. I see. Same thing with Michael Jordan being the owner of the league and having his Jumpman logo on jerseys, <laughs> like that. When you're the goat,
0: that's fair. In okay. that
1: specific right. uh, sport, professional sport, the rules are different for you. Okay. So Tom Brady, yeah, they're going to be a little bit more lenient to the things he can and cannot do. Just like Michael Jordan has that same ability in the NBA.
0: Only uh, former players. To ever be in an ownership group are George Hallis and Jerry Richardson, which shows you. I don't think I don't know if a lot of people even knew those two guys played, but this is a whole different level when you talk about a guy of Tom Brady's level, uh, a guy that is Mount Rushmore at the least in terms of nfl players all time many consider him the greatest player that ever lived and he is going to be a minority owner it's just it's weird it's a little different to me than if he did a patriots game or a bucks game we know he used to play for those teams this is different he's a current minority owner if i'm a broncos fan a chiefs fan watching that not only do i hate brady to start with but he he's the minority owner so i'm watching a chiefs raiders game if he's on the game, like, how am I supposed to feel about that?
1: You act like he's gonna be in Al Davis' chair or something. He's gonna <laughs> be at his home in Miami, chilling. We're like, not gonna be dude. at home. He's gonna be in the booth. Well, yeah, but still, like. With where we are after COVID and how we do Zoom meetings and stuff like that, Tom Brady will be able to be an owner for wherever see. he You're is. saying from the business yeah, side. Yeah, from a business side. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he'll be at the facilities a lot. I think he's going to let those guys, like he's not a GM. I don't think he'll be, you know, making decisions like that. Maybe he will. Who knows? I mean, why wouldn't they ask him for his input? Why wouldn't they go to one of the greatest all time and ask him, hey, Tom, do you think this will be the right pick? And the fifth round or sixth round or, oh, we want to get this guy from Michigan. Do you know anything about him? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm Mark Davis, I would still be wanting those things out of Tom Brady. And I kind of expect that. But at the same time, since he's Tom Brady, I just, the rules are different for him, man. Like, he's just, (laughs) he's a different type of guy. And I think he's shown with the career that he's had how professional he can be. Yeah. So it won't be a conflict of interest for the Fox side or for the ownership side with the Vegas Raiders.
0: Well, and our man Tom McKay brings up, it seems like they just don't have him discuss Raiders or call Raiders games. It seems pretty simple. Somebody says, how often is the Raiders going to really be the main game he would call? This says Fox covers NFC. Yeah. Tom, Tom, you're right in theory. Remember, though, the the flex rules they've had now, you can completely switch those games now. So it is Theoretically possible he could end up with a Raiders game. But I do know what everybody's saying there. In general, he's going to be doing NFC on Fox, and you could keep him away from Raiders games. So we'll see what they do there. But that apparently is going to happen with Tom Brady. Uh the other story, let's get into this flex thing, because this is where I'm I'm just lost as to why they're continuing to do this stuff. They already have something in place where they could flex Monday games, flex a game into the Monday night position and then theoretically, I guess, flex the Monday game back out into Sunday. Now they're doing it with Thursday games. They got the votes they needed. 24 owners voted. Starting with week 13, you can flex a Thursday night game to a Sunday and then take one of those Sunday games and flex it back to that Thursday. They're saying, Zay, they will only do this a maximum of two times. My question is, why two times? What is the ultimate usage of this? Why
1: are we doing this? Because they know how trash those games are on Amazon last year. Those Thursday night games were horrible. Okay. And Amazon, Jeff Bezos and those guys, they're not going to have another year of that.
0: So, and and you're absolutely right, by the way. Here's the quote that tells us all. From Jerry, this should show our fans and the media industry that we'll do everything we can to make streaming on Thursday nights successful. Okay. That is both true and pathetic at the same time. This is the NFL. And here are the five games from Week 13 to Week 17. Seahawks-Cowboys, Patriots-Steelers, Chargers-Raiders, Saints-Rams, Jets-Browns.
1: So you're saying the NFL cares about money more than the players. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Big shocker. (laughs) We've already got,
0: we've already had these players bitching about Thursday night games. You've already had the Richard Shermans of the world a few years ago leading the charge about the games, about injuries we've seen in the games, about the lack of motivation to play in those games. Now you're telling me that four different teams are going to get affected on a particular week. Now it's only going to happen twice. So let's say it could be, it's eight teams total, but it's four teams each week. Two teams that are scheduled to play on a Sunday are going to find out, oh, now your game's on Thursday night. Okay. Teams have to readjust everything. Fans, here's what Mora or Mara and the Giants people are mad about, and they should be, and other teams are too. The fans have to reset everything. Say, I'm ready to go to a Sunday game. Maybe I'm taking family. Maybe I'm taking the kids. Now it's Thursday night?
1: Yeah, that's, that's BS. That's absolutely BS because – One thing to do load management, but to have those plans, like, oh, man, we got our hotel booked. I had to book the hotel months ago just to find a room. Right. And now we got to change everything because y'all want to flip the game. Yeah, that's where it gets really messy.
0: And, hey, I coordinated that trip. I don't know if y'all knew this. I coordinated that trip to Vegas for that Chargers-Raiders game. I did that because my business trip sends me through Vegas on a Thursday. Now you're going to tell me that game's on a Sunday. I'm not in Vegas on Sunday. I was in Vegas on Thursday, Mm -hmm. and you're the NFL, and you put out your schedule as a holiday in May and now you're telling me it could change? Yeah. Just yeah. magically could just change. they all
1: about their money. The oh. owners, those front offices, the franchises, they're all about their money first, and then if we can think about the players after, then I guess we'll do that. But, yeah, the whole point of Thursday Night Games originally was – they would be closer matchups. So you would probably see Pittsburgh maybe playing Philly. That's a really big game because those are historic franchises. But you get my point, them being in the same state, yep. it keeps it a little bit closer to maybe avoid travel. Now, when they're flipping games, especially for the Cowboys, like Cowboys, NFC East, you're traveling Three plus hours, no matter what, because you got to play the Eagles, the Giants, uh, et cetera.
0: Yeah, dude. The, Zay, Red, uh what football team? Commanders. Red, <laughs> yeah, Washington, right. Zay, the first one, Seattle, Dallas. If I'm a diehard Seahawks fan and I make plans to be in Dallas at Jerry spaceship on a Thursday, and then you just tell me, hey, it's Sunday now. Oh really? Is it? And then those two teams on Sunday have to reset everything to play on Thursday, mm-hmm. and the NFL's cool with all of that. I don't get it. You put it in stone. I look. This, it, it, maybe this is all our fault because as a fan base, people got on social media and they'll bitch. Oh yeah, like I really want to watch Cleveland Buffalo if when back when Buffalo was bad. Whatever. Look, sometimes that happens. Monday night football schedule is what it is. Thursday night football schedule should be what it is. If you want to do a Sunday flex situation, we all understand that. It's the same day. Take the evening game. Well, evening game was going to involve the Raiders. They're out of the playoff hunt. But, man, we could put Steelers Ravens there, and they were going to kick at noon. That makes total sense because then you you might have to adjust a plane flight time maybe in that situation. But that one's the same day. But the rest of it now we're just, it's just getting silly because they say it's a maximum of two this year. This ain't gonna stop though.
1: Now, Chad, holla at me when Bijan Robinson and Taylor Heineke lead the Falcons to a eight and two record, and they're gonna need games flex because they're doing so well since they have no primetime games this year. Now, ask me then how I feel because I'm gonna want the flex then.
0: You're gonna be the ones getting ready to go. I'm headed to Atlanta on Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to be in Atlanta on Thursday. Y'all get ready.
1: Oh, I'll be at Magic City eating lemon pepper wings Ooh, ready for that game, my
0: man. My goodness. My
1: Falcons,
0: be on the lookout this year. Be it's on not, the lookout. It's not good enough. You. Can't, it's like this is where I don't – why does the NFL all of a sudden find dumb reasons to – it's almost like they're acting like they're some startup league. You don't think Amazon Prime wants to be a part of you? Just tell them. This is the Thursday games. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, could we have... No, 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 no. This is our Thursday schedule. We'll let you know. Here's your Thursday schedule. These are the games you have.
1: Do you see all these Amazon trucks running around? I could go look outside right now, and I'm pretty sure I will see an Amazon truck going along the highway somewhere on 360. They run in the world, Chad. Roger Goodell, when he's talking with Jeff Bezos, Bezos got a lot of pulls,
0: man. They're letting Bezos reschedule NFL games now.
1: Yes, with how bad it was last year. Yeah, man. Amazon, they doing a lot. They they doing a lot. I get packages every day because my wife going crazy. They are ruling the
0: world to a certain extent. Was the Thursday night run that bad last year? It was bad. I'm I'm trying to remember
1: it. It was bad.
0: They're never they're never the best game that's the
1: whole point yeah I know but it was really bad last year. the first game was good and that was to get everybody excited and right. to make sure you get the subscription but then it got dog-ish
0: See that's what they should do the the way they should handle this instead of rearranging stuff is they should take the scheduling and maybe every give them the love you would give a network every fourth week, let's say let Amazon Prime pick it every game that's on. Every fourth week, weeks four, eight, 12, and 16, let them pick the game they want. Let them look at it. And go, all right, here's every game. What, what do you want? And then let them, their, their big dogs get together. Ooh, well, wow, that's interesting. Well, we could do this and that. Pick, pick whatever you want. Yeah. And that's the, that's the scariest
1: thing about the NFL because we know of how brutal of a game it is. That one hit to your one superstar could change your. Super Bowl aspirations mm-hmm. to you being a top five pick in next year's draft.
0: Yeah. And back, it's a perfect thing to say in terms of injuries. Let's forget about the, the fan thing's bad enough. Injuries for NFL players. I'm scheduled to play on a Sunday, and you're going to back me up to a Thursday. And I didn't know it was happening. Now, if I didn't mention it, it's a 28-day window. It's a four-week notice they've yeah, got to give them. Basically a month. So, a twenty right, basically a month's time, basically four weeks they're given, so I get that, so it's not gonna be like you're literally getting to the you'd be into that week and not know you'd switched. uh, that part of it is true, so we should point that out as well. maybe a little less dramatic than we're presenting it when you consider that. I still don't love. Uh, don't love the idea of it. So that is going to happen this season, flexing Thursday and Monday games. So if you are planning to go to a Monday or Thursday game later in the season or heck, a Sunday game later in the season, just keep that in mind that games could get flexed around and you may need to double check on, uh, on your kick times. Alright, coming up, why today matters on this May the 23rd. Celtics trying to stay alive and even talking a little mess. Well, not mess, but they are talking before Game 4. We'll tell you what they're Saying, tell you if we think it's going to be a double sweep in the NBA. That's next on the horn. Woo! Woo!
1: Woo!
0: Chad and Zay. Hope you're having a good Tuesday. Heart's coming up. Ball, don't lie at three as soon as we are done. And remember, Texas baseball tomorrow at 12.30. We won't have much of a show tomorrow. i will have you a little bit. Then we'll get you to Texas and Kansas tomorrow. All right, Zay, what we got? Fabulous. Reads fabulous this was a hit when it came out is this a while ago how far how long ago Uh,
1: almost 20 years ago wow
0: yeah Uh uh-huh this sounds pretty fresh i know being 20 years old it is yeah still goes fabulous and fabulous is a single person or fabulous is the group yeah fab's a single person
1: person.
0: (laughs) i just love i love the names and entertainment and music people just decide no no for the rest of my life i'm gonna be Fabulous. Yeah. What do you mean? Like you're going to make yourself the attitude of, no, 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 no. My name is going to be Fabulous. All right. Fair enough. Fabulous. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. George Baker. Sweet. And John Lennon today. Plus that Mace beat to start the hour. We hope you are having a great Tuesday. Uh, As we mentioned, Ball Don't Lie coming up as soon as we are done. Um, The guys breaking down the world of sports, including tonight's action in the Eastern Conference Finals. Let's get you Why Today Matters on May 23rd. It may be sweeps everywhere. Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right, it's uh, one sweep down and technically three to go. If you are also a hockey fan, uh, if you're looking for the history there, the NBA has never had two sweeps in the conference finals at the same time. And I'm assuming that would obviously mean, then, that you certainly had never had that. Plus, two in hockey. Last night, Carolina went down 3-0 to Florida. So the Panthers in hockey are up 3-0. Unless the Stars can get going, they're down 2-0 going into tonight. By the way, that's 7 o'clock ESPN if you want to switch back and forth tonight. And then Zay in Miami on South Beach. It's a little different than what we saw last night. This is the home team trying to finish it out. That place is going to be wild. Jimmy Butler and Miami showing up so they don't have to go back to Boston for a game five. Man, I I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again right now. It's going to be a special performance if Boston pulls this thing off. I got Miami and maybe Miami huge. Yeah,
1: and this is a Boston Celtics team that we saw give up in game three. Now they're talking very crazy, very naive. Very Mm Ignit-like. Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown both said, don't let us win this game. Don't let us win one. Okay.
0: What, now you're threatening competency?
1: Yeah, I don't really understand that. Do y'all know the history of teams being down 0-3? Nobody has ever done it. Nobody has ever won. I get it. It's nice to have confidence. You need some if you want to at least attempt to do it. But, man, with what we've seen these last three games in the
0: Eastern Conference Finals, what they're talking and what they put out on the floor ain't the same. I don't even let. I wouldn't even let LeBron and Anthony Davis play that game. But at least they were losing close games. Oh yeah, all their games were close. It was a weird tight 3-0 for them. And last night I was watching, thinking, man, if they could have just figured out a couple things, and it was two one, and they were threatening to tie it up, yeah, like whole...
1: Anthony Davis not fouling on threes and stuff.
0: Exactly, this would have been a whole could have been a whole different series. Boston's been on the business end of a dump truck a couple times, just getting flattened throughout big hunks of the game. And the last game was what, a 26 point margin? But they beat him worse than that. Yeah, and I get why you have confidence in the
1: heat blowing them out tonight because of what they saw the Nuggets do last night and knowing how much time they're going to get
0: exactly. when
1: it comes to rest before the first game of the NBA Finals. You saw Kevin Love kind of tweak his back in Game 3. They're going to need him in the Finals. I'm not saying he's going to stop Nikola Jokic. Nobody can, but at least have a big body out there to where if Nikola Jokic wants to guard Kevin Love, then he's going to have to guard him on the perimeter because Kevin Love could shoot the three Then on the opposite, in, Kevin Love, maybe a little elbow to the ribs, just, you know, tire him out by doing some things, being physical with him because him and Kevin Love are built the same stature, even though Bam on a bile, that's going to be his matchup for majority of the finals. Still, they're going to need all of Kevin Love and if he could get that type of eight day rest that I know he could use at his age being 30 plus, then you need all of that. So yeah, the heat, they hear what the Celtics are saying, they're going to use that as fuel too. Jimmy Butler, those guys, man, they're so good they're so tough we've just been talking about it all playoff long how blue collar they are but how good skill they are they're not like the new york knicks of the 90s like they have a lot of skill guys that go along with it you know what i'm saying like gabe vincent the fact that he's able to beat you off the dribble create for himself when the shot clock's going down he gave you 29 the other night gabe vincent this is like the fifth dude that you have to worry about. You got to worry about Duncan Robinson and Max Struce running off screens and stuff, which they've been doing that, and they've been cutting to the basket off Bam Adebayo. Plus, you got to worry about Jimmy Butler taking advantage of every single mismatch that he gets, and he's been doing that all playoffs long, not just in the Eastern Conference Finals. There's too much for Joe Missoula and the Boston Celtics to worry about, and that's why they're in this situation.
0: Yeah, and Missoula, just like we're watching with, with Darvin Ham in that Lakers series, not making making decisions, not making decisions quickly enough, letting gain, letting just a thrashing take place in front of you, you don't call any timeouts. And for Miami, the just the versatility of the weapons they have. As if I'm looking forward to that possible series with Denver, the one thing one of the advantages I think they might have if you're leaning heat, it's that they are maybe a little deeper and a little more dangerously deep. There's right. there's guys that not only just a guy off the bench but a guy off the bench that'll put 15 up. A guy on the off the bench that might give you 20 in a certain game. That's going to be fascinating to watch. But for tonight, to not get ahead of ourselves, I guess too much. Uh yeah, I just don't see how they're going to stop it. I don't know what. I mean, the two Boston guys we assume will show up tonight a little bit more than they did last game because they were both yeah.
1: Yeah, they didn't even get over 20 points, neither one of them, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. Wasn't it 14?
0: I want to say it was like 14 or 16. Tatum got like 14. I think Brown had 12. Yikes. I mean, one of those guys needs to go off tonight. I'm assuming Tatum will have a good game, and then you've just got to make better decisions if you're Missoula. You've got to look at matchups quicker and just, just try to out coach Eric Spolster. I know you can't do it probably, but that's going to be kind of that that last last ditch effort, but they are going to need a monster from Tatum or Brown.
1: Yeah, Boston Celtics, their strengths, Chad, are their weaknesses in this series. Their strengths defensively is how versatile they are and their ability to switch. Basically everything against most teams. They can't do that with this Heat team, with the lineups that they're playing. They're just Jimmy Butler. He's in too good of a groove. He is taking those bigs, Robert Williams, Al Horford, hell, even Grant Williams. He's taking them off the dribble, and they can't stay with him. And then when you put the smaller guards on them, like a Derek White or a Malcolm Brogdon, he just puts them in the blender and puts them in the post and gives them work there. And then now you have to double-team them. And that leaves shooters like Robinson, Vincent, Struz, Kevin Love, all those guys are open and they haven't missed shots all playoffs long. Then, when all that stuff's not going right, okay, Bam, here you go. Go one on one. Because you can't double them. Nobody's doubling Bam out of bio due to what I just said. Right. All the shooters plus Jimmy Butler around oh, him. So, so Bam's just taking advantage of Robert Williams and Al Holford one on one. So, I, there's really no stopping them right now. I think Joe Mazzulla, you have to get back to basic basketball. No switching. You got to hedge and show. Sometimes you got to blitz. Sometimes you got to play drop coverage with your bigs. You got to mix it up, but you cannot allow Jimmy Butler to switch off on these bigs and have him take advantage of those guys like he's been doing all series. If you got Jim, if you got Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart on Jimmy Butler, if an on-ball stream comes, they need to stay with Jimmy Butler and you worry about whatever else happens then. Mm-hmm. But stay with Jimmy Butler and then go from there.
0: We'll see what happens. Last night we watched Darvin Ham make a switch down 3-0 when it was too late. The old saying is it's never too late to do the right thing. Well, it is if you're three down in an NBA series. Yep. Starting Hachimura, making a couple of adjustments, too late. Will Boston make any kind of adjustment tonight, uh, make a move that makes it feel like, you know, Missoula's actually doing something? We will see. They're on TNT tonight. Boston and Miami We're cooking towards a Miami-Denver finals. Something hit me today, Zay, about that. If we end up with Miami-Denver, not only are you looking at a little bit of travel from one to the other, you're looking at a specific issue with both places. Because obvi- the obvious one is Denver, the altitude, yeah, what the thin air can do to you. But then I heard I think it was Jalen Rose I heard talking about it the other day, where he's like, "Look, everybody likes to talk about the South Beach part of Miami. It's true, you can get lost and distracted." He said, "But that heat doesn't get talked about when you are a team not used to stifling heat, and you have to go down to that Florida, you know, that Florida humidity, humidity and stuff. All that water. You're not playing. Obviously, it's not necessarily inside the arena, but you're going down there and it kind of saps you a little bit. They don't talk about that a lot, but you're going from that to the altitude back and forth. That arena is right on the water. Is it really? I've
1: been to a game there, it is right on the water. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm sure. And yeah, I. I've never thought about that before. That's a great point. I hadn't
0: heard, I didn't really thought about it either till I heard a former player that used to, you know, that used to have to go there talking about it. So you've got a unique situation both ways there. And then just the history of it all the idea that either Butler, assuming Miami finishes tonight or at some point in the series, obviously up 3 0, uh, that Butler and Adebayo and that crew get rings, ring or rings for – was it Lowry would get two, right? Lowry yes, was Lowry, on the, yeah. From Toronto. So those guys – Kevin Love was on the Cavs team. And Kevin Love obviously would get another ring, and, and it, it's a multiple for him. But then on the other side, it, might, it would be either that or it's Joker and Murray and that crew getting a ring, establishing yourself. One coach would not need to be established because he's got it, although this ring without LeBron –
1: would Changes be interesting. That's
0: interesting for Spolstra. Yeah. That helps his resume. It would obviously kind of start Malone's resume. There's a lot of really cool stories around it, plus what we've been talking about. They're the two best teams right now. They are the two trains that are smashing the conference finals level. They should be playing each other and I'm really I mean the, it's it's almost a shame we got to wait for to so long to start but I cannot wait for June 1st.
1: Yeah, I can't wait either. It's going to be a lot of fun and yeah, both teams deserve it. Both teams they definitely deserve it. I mean, they had heartbreaking losses in the bubble, both to the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, Jamal Murray tearing his ACL. Whoever thought the Nuggets would even get back to this point. You would think they would probably try to rebuild and say, okay, we probably got to give up on Jamal Murray. He will never be the same because, again, it's an ACL injury. And then when Miami Heat, Duncan Robinson, he he's come into his own again. Because he really fell off after that bubble. It was hard for those teams to get back to where they wanted to be because of the quick turnaround. You play in the bubble till October, then the NBA season started at the end of December. Yeah, that was that was nuts for twenty twenty one. So the teams that went far in the bubble were awful the upcoming season. The Lakers, the Heat, the Nuggets, they were all very bad, and now you're starting to see that them keeping their core players together benefited both franchises.
0: Tonight, Miami's going to try to finish that sweep. Again, it would be the very first time both conference finals ended in a sweep in the same year since we went to this format. Denver's waiting, and they get nine full days off. The Heat do need to finish it tonight for that part of it uh, and not keep it going. We'll see if they can do it. Up, uh, Coming up, we'll get you stem and seeds before we get out of here. A couple other notes from around the world of football. If you missed those NFL updates on a rule change and a schedule uh, possibility change, we will let you know about it, and then we'll get you off the ball. Don't lie with Rod and Harge right here on the Horn. Hey, oh, this is the way we have. Chad to and Zay. all right just about to wrap it up on a tuesday do i have any shot here zay no okay what do you got i heard a dirty south reference yes we are in houston oh okay coming from houston what do you got a little flip little flip all right way no. we ball this is a newer artist no or has been around okay yeah, it's been around Lil' Flip, okay. Yeah, one of the
1: Houston legends. Never
0: heard that one. Lil' Flip, fabulous. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. George Baker, Sweet, and John Lennon today, plus that great Mace beat. We hope you are having a good Tuesday. We'll see if they're having a good Tuesday in Boston by the end of the night. Will it be headed back to Boston for Game 5, or will South Beach be the place? Because Miami will have locked the spot down. If they do it, we will have eight full days off. Before we start the NBA Finals, they start June 1st, no matter what else happens. So, if we get these two sweeps, it'll be a long time coming. Plus, the one of the hockey series is already 3 0, and if the Stars lose tonight, it would be 3 0 Vegas. So, hopefully, the Dallas Stars can break that string. That's the only one I truly care about. Otherwise, I'm okay with the history, but I don't want the Stars to be a part of that, uh, of everybody getting swept in all the conference finals for basketball and hockey. So tonight it's TNT for Boston and Miami. Um, Zay, Miami finishes tonight. You agree with me?
1: You know what? I'm going to say the Celtics. Really? I'm going to say the Celtics. I like what Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart said, even though they're flat-out crazy. Mm. I'm just going to say the Celtics and see what happens.
0: Which one of the big two of the Celtics goes crazy then? You like a Tatum go crazy or Brown go crazy? Um, Jason Tatum. Because if one of them has a score a score total that starts with a four, maybe. I think they're going to need 40-plus. Yeah. It's going to need to get nutty. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if we'll they can see. do it. And Tatum can get in those grooves. We've seen it. We'll see if it can happen tonight. All right, let's go stems and seeds here. A little football and uh, – well, actually, all football. Here we go. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no
1: stems.
0: Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. NFL notes here. If you missed it, owners have okayed the flexing of Thursday night games. You do have to have a 28-day notice on that. Weeks 13 through 17 is when it can happen. Won't happen more than two times this next season. Uh, We also talked about the new fair catch rule in the NFL. This is only on kickoffs. Fair catching a kickoff. Puts the ball on the 25 no matter where the ball is fielded. So kind of like what we've seen in college, they're trying to keep things safer there. The other note that just jumped out to me, Zay, is Lamar Jackson. How about this? This is the first time he's ever reported for voluntary offseason workouts. Ever. Yep. He's there. First day, he's missed like one practice, but he has reported today for their organized team activity. If I'm a Ravens fan, that's great news. Oh, how can you not love that? He got his money. He's happy. He understands that
1: guys like Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. are new, so they have to start developing the chemistry. Uh Yeah, man, all about business now.
0: And bring in an experienced guy like Nelson Aguilar. I'm assuming Mark Andrews would be a part of the mix as well. What's he look like this year? He's still one of the best tight ends in the league, and you know one of my stories in the NFL this year is Todd Monken going back to the pros. What did he learn in Athens about a quarterback and tight ends and how to make it, how to make a uh, kind of an X's and O's gritty offense feel like it's got a lot of weapons to it, and how can he translate that back to the NFL with a quarterback like this?
1: Yeah, exactly, because if you're Todd, you're thinking, if I could do work with Stetson Bennett, what can I do with Lamar Jackson?
0: Right, because let me tell you what. When Lamar Jackson puts his foot in the ground, it looks different than when Stetson <laughs> does. And when they throw, it looks different. Yeah, Lamar Jackson trying to hit that window, it's different than when Stetson Bennett's trying to hit that window. So what did he learn? Because when Monken was with the Bucks, it was kind of a weird marriage. But, that was Winston, right? That's, right, that's him and Jameis. Yeah. That's very different than what Lamar Jackson brings. There's a little more... A little more lightning and thunder to that in the right ways. So I'm interested to see how that works. Good news for Ravens They're very high
1: on Zay Flowers. They like him a lot. They like that pick at 22. I think that was a good get in the wide receiver out of Boston College.
0: That is a team to pay attention to. All right, uh, we'll be back for kind of a Wednesday show tomorrow. Texas scheduled to go 12-15 free game. We'll give you however much show we need to before Texas and Kansas will be your weird little gap, kind of a baseball pregame tomorrow. Come on back and we'll see. Keep it right here for Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Harge. We will talk to you tomorrow for a little bit of a win. Wednesday show and then Texas baseball. Have a good one. Stay safe. Two.